0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hey, pet lovers. Welcome to Best Bets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Byrne. Today, hey, this is for all of you feline friends all the cat people out there because we usually don't have a lot of really cool things for cats when it comes to toys and treats and all of that sorry it's for the dogs you know but this is for all the cat people so and I have a special person with me today she's been on one of my shows before so I'm excited to have her back and we'll be back right after this message Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code meow30 at checkout, and join the club. The Kitty Poo Club. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Molly DeVos. She is a certified feline training and behavior specialist. And we're going to talk about some of the items that Vitacraft and their treats and a special puzzle toy just for cats. Welcome, Molly. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me back on the show. I'm so happy to have you back. Can you tell everybody a little about your background? Because I know that you do even more than feline and behavior specialist under your belt. You have a bunch of other titles that I saw. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I, you know, I spent a lot of time in municipal shelters volunteering over the years. And and quite frankly, I, I got, you know, I got really disturbed by the number of cats that are euthanized in our shelters. And so I decided to go into cat behavior so that I could help you know, fix some of those behaviors and prevent those behaviors from happening in the home so that people wouldn't want to relinquish their cats. I went a step further. I went all in and I set up a nonprofit called Cat Behavior Solutions. And there I have a library of do-it-yourself, self-help, cat behavior information. And I went a step further and we do a, a weekly podcast called Cat Talk Radio. That's all about cat behaviors and help, free help for your cat. So go check it out.
1: And then after they listen to cat behaviors, they can come over to Pet Life Radio and listen to Catitude because we talk about behaviors, but we talk about so many other things too. I think it's so wonderful what you do, Molly, because you can never educate people enough.
0: It's so true. It's, you know, I thought when I, when I went to go get my certifications and education, I thought I'll be able to test out of these programs. I know everything there is to know about cats. I've been working with them for decades and I was shocked at what I didn't know and what they really need. I really was. So it. I think we, we have a lot more yet to even learn about cats.
1: Exactly. I, you know, I've done, many, many shows. I mean, Catitude for the last five years and Best Bets for Pets for the last 13 years. So I've talked to a lot of different people in the pet industry and, you know, a lot of cat people for Catitude, of course. And I still learned something recently that I had never heard before. So yeah, even if you think you know it all, you don't. And we could always educate ourselves more and, you know, Kind of push others toward locations and where they can educate themselves. So let's talk about Vitacraft because Vitacraft, they're basically a treat company, but they created a puzzle treat toy for cats. Yes. There's not a lot of cat toys out there. And there's certainly not a lot of puzzle type cat toys where they're going to get food out of a toy. I mean, I can see my cat looking at it and going, and she did do this. When I first got it, she looked at it and said, expect me to work for that? And I thought, <laughs> yeah, I do, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's cats, right? You know, it's
0: natural to them to have to hunt for food. It's It's really not natural that food is just given to them on a plate. And so you really kind of see a light go off in their brains when you put down A a treat puzzle. First, they look at you like that and they go, Yeah, so are you going to get it out and give it to me? And then, and then when you don't, then they go, Okay, fine, I got this, I can figure this out. And then they start working it and working it and working it, and they get really engaged. And that problem solving and mental stimulation is so, so, so important for your cat to have on a daily basis. You know, they, they still have like a 98% DNA link to their wildcat ancestors. So they really haven't evolved all that much over the years. And the way I like to look at it is what the wildcats need our house cats also need. So they need an opportunity to hunt and forage and the the tree puzzles are such an important piece to that puzzle.
1: You know, I was just thinking that as you were talking about cats and their behaviors, how many times I've heard that domesticated cats—I've heard different stats. I like yours better, ninety-eight. I've heard every anywhere from like ninety-four point something to, I think, ninety-eight point five of how much their DNA comes from lions and tigers. It helps me when my cat has attitude, and I think. Oh, she's not really a cat. She's I have like a little lion here, you know, to make <laughs> think it We hear the expression so much that cats are not small dogs and people forget, you know, because they don't bark or whatever when you, they've had enough, the claws come out, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. They have they absolutely
0: do. They they make it very clear what their comfort level is and their boundaries. We just don't often Pay attention, and and you know their body language is so subtle compared to dogs too. That a lot of times we miss those subtle cues of discomfort when we probably should be paying a little
1: closer attention to them. Very true, and I've heard that one of the ways you could tell a cat's very content is if the slit in the eye is vertical and very slim.
0: Yes anytime they have dilated eyes you know when the eyes are are very big and black saucers that 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 can mean that they're excited but in, in context of the situation it often means that they're fear you know they're afraid of something or or uncomfortable
1: uh oh cuz one of my cats i always see her eyes like that uh oh <laughs> Well, it's also a little darker, but I know that they see well in the dark She's in Pyramir. She's like, what's she going to do now? Get ready with the claws. So what is the best way to introduce your cat to the Vitacraft toy? So we talked a little about your cat, you know, cats getting used to it. But if your cat is not familiar with, you know, toys like puzzle toys at all, how can you introduce your cats to your cats really interested
0: well first of all I always recommend feeding meals there's nothing there's nothing natural about free feeding dry food to cats so if you're if you're feeding meals and preferably moist meals that's a whole different podcast but but if you're feeding meals it's natural for a cat to be hungry between meals so step number one is let your cat get a little hungry. And put the treat puzzle out before a meal. It comes with treats, which is a really cool thing. I don't know of any of the other treat puzzles on the market that, that actually come with treats in them. And it come with these meaty morsels, which are awesome. And you can put those in there. You could break them up so that they're a little smaller to begin with. And the what this puzzle looks like is it's, it's, a, it's a round ball with a top cut off And it's got, looks like a little plastic tutu on the bottom. It's weighted on the bottom. And that keeps the cat from tipping it over. So the idea is the cat's got to reach in into this ball and grab the the treat with its paw and scoop it out and then eat it. If the cat has trouble with that, you can start them off a little slower. I mean, first of all, I'd say just put it down and, and let them have at it. Usually after a while, they'll figure it out. Don't feel sorry for them and feel like you have to help them. Otherwise, they'll quickly learn, hey, I've got her trained. All I got to do is sit back a little bit and wait, and then she'll do it, right? You want to give them a real opportunity to do it themselves. So if they really just aren't getting it, you could take like an empty cereal box or an empty cracker box, lay it on its side and put a couple treats in there so that they get the idea that they've got to reach in and scoop something out. Once they start that movement, then they kind of light bulb goes off and they go, aha, oh, I get it. And then they'll be able to reach into that treat puzzle and actually, scoop those treats out.
1: That is a great idea. We're gonna take a short break. We'll come right back and we'll talk more about the Vitacraft toy and other products that Vitacraft makes. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Molly DeVos. She's a certified feline training behavior specialist. And we're talking about VitaCraft, which makes treats and other products besides just for your cat or your dog. Um, I think they do fish and bird. And so they have this great puzzle treat. So, Molly, so we're talking about the treats. That's a great tip about um, the box. I would have never thought of that. But... I'm not a feline behaviorist or I don't have any special titles when it comes to uh, the world of animals except podcast show host for many years. And, you know, happy to share all I've gleaned over the years. So let's talk about puzzle cheats in your cat. So when I used a toy, Dennis was really interested, but he's very food motivated. Charlotte was interested when I was not in the room. She's misunderstood. think. Well, she was feral till she was four months old then in the house. So she's still, I think, figuring it out. And Molly was waiting for somebody to take it out for her and serve her. We have a cat, Molly. So she took a little bit of time. But Dennis was really into it. But I'm not sure if it was given. If I I don't remember the exact time I put it down for them. I don't know if it was right before a meal. But that was a much better suggestion to do it that way. And they'll learn from each other too. If you have multiple cats
0: and and one is more food motivated and, and just better at, at problem solving, then they'll watch them and they'll figure it out. I, I foster kittens and, and I had a cat that didn't like to reach in there and do it. I think he was lazy. He'd do it if he was hungry and motivated enough, but he would teach the fosters to do it. He'd like, come over here, come over here, look at this, see this this is a treat puzzle. And he would show them how to do it. And then he would sit there and let them pull all the treats out and he would reach over and steal them and eat them. It was very funny. That's that's hysterical.
1: Cats are really funny, a lot funnier than people think. Like Dennis taps you when you're eating. It doesn't matter what you're eating. If you're eating even salad, he taps you because he wants to remind you that He's right there and he's waiting for the food. Give me what you got, no matter what. It could be an apple. I mean, anything. He comes near you and taps you.
0: Mine does that too. He stands up on the the chair, one paw on the chair, and reaches up and tap, tap, taps my arm while I'm eating.
1: (laughs) It's crazy. They do the funniest things. Okay, so what are Vitacraft meaty morsels? They're like little
0: pockets of deliciousness i mean they're i don't even know how to describe them they're they're nice and soft one of the things i love about all of vitacraft's treats is that they're all moist i think it's really important that your cat get a lot of moisture so the meaty morsels there's two kinds actually there's some that are that are filled with a cheese product and then some that are just solid meaty morsel they also make an amazing treat called purr sticks. And this is kind of like a, well, just like it sounds, it's like a like a meat stick that you break apart into little pieces. And those are also wonderful to put in the the little treat puzzle. And then they make lichen lap, which is in a variety of liquidy type of of treats that are in a push-up packet, kind of a, a push-up dispense packet. And I use that a lot when I'm training cats because it's easy to dispense. The consistency is thick enough that doesn't drip on the floor. And yet I can just dispense up a little bit at a time so the cat's not getting too full and losing interest in in training. But I have found, you know, I met Vitacraft at, at a trade show at the Global Pet Expo and took home some treats to try. And I took them to the shelter with me. And I was just amazed, like genuinely amazed at how cats love their treats and more so than any of the other competing style treats that I'd experienced over the years. I mean, I'd say 99% of cats that I come in contact with just go bonkers for their treats. So, you know, I started tapping them for hey, will you will you send me some treats I can use in in shelter setting cuz we've got a lot of really uncomfortable cats here and it's one of the ways that we bond with our cats and especially these that are uncomfortable in a shelter. Is by providing them really, really awesome knock your socks off treats. So they have a great product lineup, lots of variety, lots of different things to offer
1: your cat. My cats love lick and lap, they go nuts for it. And yep. I need to, and my partner, and he needs to also make sure we're measuring small increments because if you go in the refrigerator to get, you know, or go in the kitchen to get water, there's a cat you go and you're cooking, you open the door and there's a cat. So I don't want them to get too much, but that's, that's a great point. They don't get too full. And also with the looking up, you're more likely to control their calories.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, again, like we were talking about, it's in a cat's nature to have to work for its food. So I don't ever freely give treats in my house you have to work for your treats. And it could just be something simple. And my cats have learned a lot of skilled behaviors like high five and sit up and spin and walk on your back legs and jump through hoops and things like that. So we do a lot of those behaviors, even if it's just something wrote that they know, you know, okay, high five, all right, here's your treat. But I always make them do something for the treat because again that just reinforcing natural behavior to the species which is so 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 important for their mental well-being.
1: I think I'm going to start doing that. Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's fu- and it's
0: fun. You can you can train cats. I mean, cats can be trained just as easily as dogs. I like to say you can train a cat to do anything it wants to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard over and over that cats are actually smarter than dogs?
0: You know, in a lot of ways they are. There've been several studies about that. And and one of the key things about that is that cats actually retain information longer than dogs, which is also why they get a bad rap for holding a grudge. You know, something traumatic happens and they go, oh no, you're that big, scary person. And they tend to what feels like forever associate that person with some trauma or something that frightened them. And this is, you know, treats play a real important role in that too, because that's how we reform those thoughts with a cat. When we counter condition by pairing something scary or uncertain with something wonderful, like a Vitacraft treat, then that cat begins to form new emotions associated with the scary stimulus. So treats treats have a lot of of roles, I think, in our cat's lives and in
1: our homes. Which of the three treats that VitaCraft has is your favorite? I think you kind of alluded to that. I use
0: them for different things. So I'll use the Lick and Lap in a shelter setting because it's easy and and like you said cats just go bananas for it and it's nice and moist and I can easily put it on an extender, you know, I'm not sticking my hand in an upset stressed cat's face, so I'm putting the lick and lap on something. So it's really easy to get to a stressed cat and begin that counter conditioning process. I use the lick and lap also in a home setting when I'm training skills it's really good for that because you know i don't have to have a bunch of little pieces i just carry the one open packet but when i'm using treat puzzles when i can't be there 24 7 interacting with my cat like he would like me to be then i use the treat puzzles and i put either the purse sticks or the meaty morsels in that so there's also a product called Surprise, which is a little more liquidy, also in a, in a packet. And I use that if I have foster kittens or a geriatric cat that I might be fostering that needs a little appetite stimulant, that's really good to put on top of food. So is the lick and lap as well, really, for if if a cat's not eating and you need to encourage it to eat. So I like them for different things. You know, I I like to use them for lots of different situations.
1: Well, that certainly makes sense, Molly. It seems like these treats are a godsend. There's so many different things you could use them for, and I love that you could use them for feline, you know, behavior, and um, you know, for cats that are uh, just challenging to get to, like your feral cats or you know, cats in a shelter. What else is good that makes good use of these treats?
0: You know, there's two things. Cats don't need a lot of exercise like dogs, but they do need some. And, you know, sitting around the house, they get kind of bored and, and lazy. So I like to do treat toss. I like to do that with the per sticks and the meaty morsels. You break off a piece and you toss it across the room. And and it's even better if you toss it like under the curtain or under the sofa. So they actually have to then forage for it also. That's an excellent exercise game to play with them and then i also like to use the treats while we're prey playing so prey playing is usually a wand toy with a little you know mouse or feathers on the end and we are simulating a hunting sequence by prey playing well in the wild when they do that hunting sequence once they deliver that kill bite right? It gives them a little boost of serotonin in the brain and helps that cat to feel better, but it doesn't really complete the hunting sequence because they're really not getting to eat anything. So I like to pray play a little bit and then right after a a kill bite to the little toy, then I give them a treat. I either toss them a piece of treat or I'll hold one of the, the liquid packets up, the lick and lap or the jelly up for them to lick out of it. And it just helps in actually completing that hunting sequence. Again, all of these things are simulating natural behaviors that they would be experiencing outside in the wild. And when you can indulge your cat in everything it would have been doing in the wild, then it will be a much more relaxed, calm, just happy, confident cat.
1: I love that. And especially prey playing. I have to try that. Molly, I want to thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. I so appreciate it. Where can people find more information about Vitacraft and about you?
0: Well, you can go to Vitacraft, V I T A K R A F T. Dot U.S. You can also find their treats in most Walmarts, online at Amazon. They're pretty much everywhere. You can do Lickin' Lap or um, Vitacraft Puzzler, P-U-Z-Z-L-E-R. And you can find out more about our nonprofit at catbehaviorsolutions.org.
1: Again, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets.
0: Uh, Michelle, thanks for having me on again. I hope to talk to you again soon.
1: Same here. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Best Beds for Pets. Um, I always enjoy talking to Molly and always learn something. So, thank you so much, Molly, for coming on Best Beds for Pets. Thanks to my crew, Dennis, Molly, Charlotte, for testing the puzzler. Oh, it was interesting. They're an interesting gang of cats. And of course, thank you to everyone listening to Best Beds for Pets for 13 years, 13 and a half years. Thank you, thank you. And, of course, this would not work at all without the magic of my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound great. And remember, keep listening. You never know what we're going to have next on Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on petlightradio.com.